0: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. It's Earth Day, and investing in our planet is the theme of World Earth Day. And the Cork Environmental Forum believe that we can bring this down to our own little patch of grass, little patch of garden, behind or in front of the house. Bernie Connolly. Hi, Bernie.
1: Hello, hi PJ, how are
0: you? Good. As part of World Earth Day, you really do want us to change the way we tend our gardens. How?
1: Yes, definitely, because I think about 86 percent of the planet is either paved or plowed so we're really um, I suppose disturbing habitat for other species and we're ruining the future for ourselves because of all the services that you know um, greenery and um, good soil and all of that give us. So I guess for ourselves we work very much um, linking local level to um, national initiatives and everything, I suppose, that is going to happen has to happen at a local level. The IPCC report even points to that, that everything will be hyper-local. So our own gardens are really important and we did a lovely series um, called How to Invite Wildlife into Your Urban Garden a few years ago with support from Cork City Council through their Heritage and Biodiversity section and also with Frameworks Films. And what that did was really show the different green spaces and habitats for nature throughout the city in different sized gardens and what people were doing even without knowing you know the pile of logs at the end of the garden that they had just left there Mm. being a habitat for lots of species so really we can all leave a little bit to nature in any of our gardens Mm. and we tidy too much you know would you rather
0: i didn't cut my grass
1: um no you you need to cut the grass because the problem is that grass is very strong and it is stronger than a lot of the wildflowers that have their seeds in the soil, so actually there is um, there is merit where where grass is particularly strong, where people have grown lawns, and that you do have to weaken the grass by cutting it. But there's a great guide there that Winita um, Brown did for Leash County Council, and it's available. Um, we have a link to it on our website, and it's also available. Like if you Google it, it's called "Gardening for Biodiversity," and in that she gives a guideline as to when you should cut so that to create your you know um, species-rich meadow. So the first cut after the 15th of April, so just now. So if people have left their grass and haven't cut it yet, now is the ideal time. And, you know, if you cut it, then it allows the dandelions. And we've all been seeing the dandelions. It's great to see that Cork County Council and Cork City are delaying cutting as well so that um, the wildflowers can come out and that there's... um, the larger they are for the bees and other pollinators that they need as they emerge from their hibernation at this time of year. So it's really important that we allow those flowers to come through and then that guide then just says at the end of May and mid-late July and by cutting it a few times a year, you are weakening the strength of the grass and allowing the natural seeds that are there to come through, you know. So th- we're, we're a bit obsessed with sowing wild flowers, but actually there's a lot of seed in our soil already Then and by weakening the grass, we will allow a lot of the natural, um, you know, flowers that are beautiful to come through. You know, they're really gorgeous. You um, see, I grew up. I grew, so up, really I, I grew
0: up in the mentality that the minute you see a dandelion and the minute you see a <laughs> daisy, out with the lawnmower because they're weeds. Burnie. They're weeds.
1: Uh, they're flowers in the wrong place, is what they used to say. But actually, I think I think there's much more of an awareness now, and they actually look lovely. I mean, when you see a carpet of yellow, it's beautiful. I mean, maybe the odd one you know it 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 was what we grew up with, and there was an excellent article in the Examiner this week, actually by Juanita Brown, around that, and mm. you know people going out picking off the heads of the dandelions because it looked like you had an untidy garden but i I love the fact that even after you do mow, the dandelions and the daisies are the first to spring up again, yeah, so
0: they they just look beautiful and di dibbles. <laughs>
1: They're, yes, they're resilient for a reason, I guess. But, but you know, they're so important. And like spring is, is here now, it's beautiful gardening weather. But I think the problem that we all do is we go run out into our garden and try to tidy it up too much. And actually doing less is more for wildlife, okay. for the insects, for the bees, for the butterflies. And I'm a great advocate for a patch of nettles, you know. Nettles are probably something else that people really don't like in their garden. But five of our most beautiful butterflies, the most colourful ones, like the peacocks and the red admirals and that they're the host plant for those so it's mm. really really good to have a patch but of nettles you see, if amongst you put all nettles
0: things, if you let nettles there then you're going to get dock leaves growing next to the little nettles and before uh, you know it you have a field
1: uh, but we we have the urge to weed you know a little bit so we can you know pull out the docks if we need <laughs> I know to i'm only
0: out. i'm only messing around. i know that i know the thinking has changed i know that when we're out now planting and sowing and my my missus is, is mad for her flowers. She just loves her colour in the garden and she spends weeks at this time of the year and any hours she has that where the sun is out tending to her pots and her boxes to get the flowers going. So how can she help with, with the biodiversity?
1: Well, I think it's choosing. I, I mean, it's not about people not having the more exotic or cultivated plants in, in their garden, but it is about leaving some of it to the more wild areas, you know, leaving some patches that are a little bit more wild. But again, when you are cultivating or, you know, having plants in your garden, try to pick ones that, you know, are good for the bees. Try to have a patch even of herbs that you can use yourself. You know, all of these Mm. things are really good. At the moment, the rosemary has beautiful blue flowers and that's what the bees are going to as well and and other insects. So, you know, choose plants that, you know, are going to be good for pollinators, good for, you know, the wildlife around because they're the ones, and and also the more native species generally are. The reason why we go for native species is because the insects and the wildlife that we have has grown up for thousands of years with those, so they're far more beneficial to them mm. than say um, other plants. But of course, we all love lavender, and that doesn't, you know, that's not a native plant, and we, and it's fine to have those kind of um, plants in our gardens as well and other. Pretty looking flowers, you know, that would make sure that they are of some use. I mean, there are a lot of plants as well that we bring in that really are of no value to um, nature, or they're yeah. not much value really in, in any sense. And we have to be really careful as well about introducing maybe invasives that, you know, yeah. we've we've done that and it was through the Royal Horticultural Society and all of these long ago when we didn't know, but we know yeah. now no, no. Um, what the dangers of doing that. Like, so like I think I, it's I just a... doing a little bit of research and there's fantastic guides out there. Yeah. There's no excuse for anyone because the Biodiversity Data Centre, and the All-Ireland Pollinator Plan have fantastic guides on, you know, what, what plants to grow, what you can attract by the various different plants. So I think it's great. And I think even in hedges and everything, mm. you know, making things permeable in the urban context, there's lots of issues because we put up concrete walls between gardens and then the poor little hedgehog can't go from one garden to another so this is something that we also need to think about what how can we create these green corridors so that mammals and birds and insects have enough to Eat to nest and the whole life cycle for them and oh. also that they have permeability yeah, to move through. So
0: I guess the little patch you know, of land that's out treated. the back or out the front, we do we do share it with these with these creatures and, and, and they were there before.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and they're so important for us. I mean, you know, I don't know, do, do people, there's a there's a biophilic relationship and that's our need to, you know, we, we get a lot from, you know, being in nature, but we also get a lot from seeing maybe a kingfisher or, you know, um, like the other day I saw an orange tip butterfly in my first blue. And, you know, you really get a thrill from that. And it's our innate need to kind of be more engaged and related with the rest of the species that share yeah, our our world around us, with us. But we kind of lost a little bit of that connection, I think, um, over time, you know, and we're regaining it. I think COVID has helped in that regard. It has brought us out. But I would like, PJ, to touch on one issue that I think um, doesn't get enough, maybe... Attention or is something that everyone can do, but it's also something that you know individuals are doing, agencies of the state are doing, and also um, farmers are doing. There is way too much spraying going on. You know, we are spraying pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, every side, and you know, anything with side, it just denotes that that substance kills. Mm. But I think people need to really get into their mind that you know it's not just killing the grass that you're spraying or it's killing everything else around and there's also wind drift and you know that will drift onto the flowers that then the bees are going to go to and and there's a cumulative impact so it's really negative the other thing we should be aware of is you know there are lots of pesticides going into our drinking water and we should be really concerned just about the widespread use of pesticide i think in general and i i think the one thing we could do collectively and i think today um the the theme for um earth day is about investing in our planet but it's also going to say it's also says it's going to take all of us business governments citizens so we all need to do it i mean what what people can do individually across all the measures for climate biodiversity is probably 30% of the lifting and it's a really important part of it but then a big part of it is our institutions and you know how we produce our food as well is, is really important so my one plea to people who are listening today is please if you use any of those herbicides pesticides anything like that please stop using them please you know invest in a good hoe if you're worried about the weeds you know mm-hmm. and, and, there, and there's if you, excellent.
0: <laughs> and if you're planting something make it Make it something that, that will attract the bees.
1: Yeah, for sure, definitely, and and I mean that's that's easy to do, and I think you know in in the um, local authorities as well in the parks um, and in the parks and recreation and those areas there there is much more awareness. They have Cork County Council has signed up as well now to the All Ireland Pollinator Plan. So th- through by doing that, you know there is more engagement from communities from our agencies and. But by individuals as well. But I think everyone can do a little bit. And I think we really need to seriously think this Earth Day because we overshot our planetary boundaries yesterday. Yesterday was Ireland's. Yeah, I saw that in Day. the
0: paper. What's that, what's that mean? What's that mean?
1: So what it basically means is. If everyone in the world consumed the way we Irish do, we would have no more resources for the rest of the year, for instance. They, they, they work out the basis of what we're consuming from our footprint. And um, we really need to think about that because we're still consuming way too much. And I think the fact that, you know, the two days almost coincide with each other is is really um, ironic in one sense, but we, we, we are really not doing enough I suppose at every level but I do think you know it's about the little things and everyone can do a little a little bit on their own basis but also we do need um, the state and our local authorities and everybody else to row in as well so my plea really would be around the use of pesticides to be honest I think if we stopped using those um, you know our biodiversity loss would be way way less because we're really You know, really destroying habitats with it. And people don't realize the damage they're doing, you know? Um,
0: Yeah. We'll leave it there, Bernie. And like you said, um, it's time that people are tending their gardens. You're not asking them not to tend their gardens, you're asking them to tend their gardens in a way that will help the environment. And there's plenty of information out there. Thanks, Bernie. Quartz 96 FM.